0: Hello, my name is Jared Michael Leon, and this is The South Winds. Exterior, gas station, day. An old green Ford pickup truck pulls up to a small gas station on the side of a two-lane road. Jack, a clean-shaven man in his early 40s, gets out of the truck. While the gas is pumping, he stares down the road seeing the next town on the horizon. The man on the other pump sees him curious and engages. Man. Hey there. The man extends his hand for a friendly greeting. Jack firmly cuffs the man's wrinkled fingers. The name's Ben. As in, I've been here too long. Ben laughs at his own joke as Jack smiles to be polite and hopes the guy will stop talking. Ben, what brings you here? Jack, work I think. Ben, you think. It's either work or it's not. Jack, you guys always this curious when people come through here? Ben, I mean no offense. I just don't see how anyone not lost is here on purpose, but don't know why. Jack, maybe I'm soul searching. Ben, I do quite a bit of that. I search my soul every day, asking God why I wasn't born into the oil business. Instead, I'm here working in that town down there for pennies on the dollar. The gas trigger clicks, notifying Jack, his tank is full. Jack, well, Ben, nice to meet you. What town is that, by the way? Ben, Council Grove. Nice quaint little town with nothing to do but plenty of tourists to experience it. Ben laughs at his own joke again as Jack again politely smiles. Jack, I'll see you around. Jack starts his truck and drives into the town of Council Grove. It's crowded as he drives through the small streets and older style housing that seems to maze around. He sees a decent motel on the main street strip and pulls up to park. Interior hotel lobby day. The older hotel clerk is watching the TV on his desk and notices Jack come in. He gets up from the low chair behind the high counter and greets him. Clerk, good morning, sir. You have a reservation? Jack, actually, I don't. Kind of impromptu here and just went in the first hotel I saw. Clerk, well, you're just in luck. We have one room left. I don't think you'll mind if it's a two-bedroom. A little more expensive, but all we have for now. I can maybe move you tomorrow when someone checks out. Jack. Great. It's fine. So I heard you guys have tourists, but nothing for them to do. Clerk. It's a small town, but if you know the right person, it could be a good old time. Been here 39 years and still can't seem to leave this place. Jack. Wow. Long time. I'm guessing you're the right person then if I need to find anything. Clerk. The Council Grove Yellow Pages at your service. Just be good to us and this town will be good to you. Interior hotel room day. Jack opens his small bag of clothes and pulls out his laptop. The room is quiet, just as he likes it, but the smell is a little distracting. He turns on his laptop and opens his word document and sees the emails piling up with notifications. He clicks the newest one reading the messages from his agent. He answers back letting him know he's taking a little time away and headed up to Kansas to clear his mind and maybe start a new script. He sends the email and notices the smell again and decides to leave to find some air freshener. Jack goes outside the hotel and walks down the sidewalk seeing what store he should go into. He finds a small general store and goes inside. Interior store afternoon. The store is completely empty and the cashier watches Jack like a hawk as he walks in. The cashier is a thicker, mature man with long black hair to his shoulders. Hunched over the glass counter, he lets Jack know with his eyes he's not welcome here. Jack begins to notice the theme of the store is Native American antiques and doodads. He walks up to the cashier after circling the store. Jack, hey, I was just wondering if you had any air fresheners here. Cashier, did you see any when you looked around? Jack, no. Cashier, no, we don't carry them. Jack, do you know any stores around here that might? The cashier gives Jack no answer while staring him down. Jack, yeah, I'm just not getting how your store is so empty. Jack sees the air freshener right behind the cashier hanging on the wall rack. The cashier sees Jack look past him and turns his head to the wall rack and turns back. Cashier, are we done here? I have other things to attend to. Jack just looks at the cashier and then around the empty store. Jack, yeah, sure. As Jack walks out in the store, he feels a breeze pick up and looks up at the storm clouds rolling in. He looks across the street at the local bar and decides to check it out. Interior bar afternoon. Jack walks in. The lights are so low you almost need a lantern to light your way to a seat safely without tripping over someone. The room is filled with drowned out chatter from the patrons and glasses clinging. Jack finds a vacant booth next to the front window. An older waitress walks over to his table full of enthusiasm. Waitress. Hello, my name is Bonnie. How can we serve you today? Jack. Hi Bonnie, just a water for now. Bonnie, our alcohol is better for you at this point. Our tap water has a terrible metal aftertaste from the last storm. Jack. Your bar water is contaminated, yet you still serve it. Bonnie. With a warning, of course. Drink at your own risk, and if you still want it, then you know what you're getting yourself into. Jack. You're funny. Kind of refreshing. The other people here seem to be the opposite. Are you sure you're from here? Bonnie. Unfortunately, I am. So are you going to order or should I come back? Jack. Yeah, I'll just take a water. Bonnie. Thrill seeker, huh? Jack. I like to live dangerous. Bonnie. You're silly. I'll be back. Jack watches Bonnie walk away and looks around and catches the news on the TV about a tornado watch for Topeka. He glances out the window and catches a glimpse of the general store cashier closing up his shop. Bonnie comes back with a cold water and puts it down. Jack, hey Bonnie, do you know that guy across the street? She looks out the window and sees the man getting in his car. Bonnie, you mean Mr. Call? Very nice guy, keeps to himself mostly, why? Jack, nothing. I feel your good looks probably softened up that ogre a bit. He was a total asshole to me. Bonnie, Mr. Call? He's like the nicest guy in town. Jack, maybe I'm just not his type. Bonnie laughs. How long are you in town? Jack, who knows, kind of working things out. Bonnie, you married? Jack, no, it's nothing like that. I'm a writer. Bonnie, oh, well, our employment office is down the street. Jack, that's funny. Maybe I'll get a job here with you. Bonnie. Yeah, we could gossip about the idiots who drink the water together. It'll be a blast. An alarm siren begins to sound. The tornado watch turn turned into a tornado warning on the TV and people are getting up from their seats and looking out the windows. Jack and Bonnie walk over to the glass and look out. You can see a dark cloud over the town way in the distance. Suddenly, a small funnel peeks its way out and makes contact with the ground. People begin to exit the bar and pull out their camera phones. Jack walks outside and stares at it as it blows through the town, carrying small pieces of debris into the sky. Exterior bar porch afternoon. He doesn't know quite what to do because he's never experienced this before. He locks eyes with it, as if in a trance, and sees the beautiful horror savagely ransacking the town. As he looks around, seeing what others are doing, he decides to run closer to get a better view. Jack runs through the alley to the next street and from there to the backyard of someone's house on the edge of town. Exterior edge of town, field afternoon. He notices the parked car by the side of the hill in front of him obstructing his view of the tornado. So he runs up the hill and sees Mr. Call on the other side. On instinct, Jack ducks down behind the hill noticing something was off. Mr. Call almost seemed like a statue the way he stiffly stood there facing the tornado. He didn't look afraid of it at all, almost at peace like in a deep state of meditation. Jack watches as the tornado makes itself known throwing entire houses into the sky intact and watching them land and break apart to be regurgitated back into the funnel and spit out again. Finally, it begins to weaken and altogether disappear. The clouds left as quick as they came and the sun somehow finds its way back. The show was over. Jack looked down where Mr. Call was and locked eyes with him, staring back. Mr. Call, hey, still not getting what I said earlier. Jack, did I do something to offend you, Mr. Call? You didn't have to. I know you're kind. Jack. My kind? Carl walks up to Jack as close as he can to make him uncomfortable. Jack doesn't back down out of being stubborn, just waiting for the moment to justify hitting an old man in the face he felt deserved it. Mr. Call. Do it, Jack. Yeah, I know why you're here. And if you think I'm going to help you, you're sadly mistaken, boy. Jack. Who the hell are you? Mr. Call. Didn't Bonnie tell you? I'm the nicest guy in town. Now get the hell out of my way, boy, before I kick your pale ass back to where you came from. Carl waits until Jack moves out of his way begrudgingly and stares him down as he passes by and gets in his car. Jack watches him drive off as the sound of the ambulances can be heard from afar heading to the town beyond.